Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 19. I'm Tyler, and I'm here with Matt, who is taking his shoes off to begin the pod, getting a little more comfortable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And we also have a guest this week. Would you like to introduce yourself? Special guest. Hello, I'm Emily Magnuson, and I am Tyler's (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Yeah, you want to do that live? Yeah, this is my ex-girlfriend, Emily. She's my ex-girlfriend because I married her. Um, and we were going to be sponsored by uh, a, a company very close to her heart, but she it, it fell through. She wasn't willing. So instead, today's podcast is sponsored by Justin Coleman Films. Uh, if you are looking to get married uh, and you would like a wonderful video of the day, uh, hit up Justin Coleman Films. He's got Instagram. He's got Facebook. Uh, if you need his number, you can just hit me up. And I, I have his direct line. I can get you in contact with at Justin Coleman Films. Um, He's, he's a great videographer. Um, if you want to annoy him, tell him that uh, he takes pictures uh, because it's a videography business, not not a photography business. So that is our uh, sponsor for today. Uh, Justin, though he is my though he was the best man in my wedding and my best friend, he has never listened to an episode of the podcast. Um, so he's never going to hear this. And that's OK. But anyways, episode 19, Matt, what do we have on the docket for today? We're going to talk about uh repentance and we're going to talk about the role of being sorry um this is continuing the conversation of that we started last time last week regarding what last week for them two days ago for us yeah two days ago for us regarding what does god want to see from me after i've sinned and so we talked about a couple things um last time and this time we're just going to carry it a little bit further but we could ask emily yeah that'd be great to get emily to weigh in we have a really important listener question though to to answer first. Okay. So um, from time to time, our, our listeners will send us questions that they want to get our expert opinion on. Mm-hmm. And so we've got- and we are of, experts on almost nothing. Yeah. Things like we're experts on things like we've been asked about today. So this question comes from Luke in Sioux City, Iowa. Oh. And Luke writes, um, what is the appropriate number of times to use a towel before you wash it? And I think I, all three of us could answer this. Sure. And let's assume that he means like a, a towel you use after you shower. Yeah. Not like not a not little, like a, like a hand towel. towel. Not a hand towel. But uh, how many times can you use a towel before you have to wash it? Let's let, so, let's let our guest answer first. No, Emily, no, no, what is the, what is the appropriate amount <laughs> of times no. to use a towel before you wash it? I'm scared. I'm being judged. You gotta <laughs> say it into the microphone. Otherwise they won't hear you. You must enunciate. I know that you talk loud. This is the time to do it. I will go with... No, no, no. I want your real answer, not what you think people will accept. <laughs> She's laughing. Maybe if I had more towels, it would be more, less less uses. Yeah, but currently... Currently, I'm going to go with like 28. You, you will use a towel 28 times before you wash it? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I just want to say I heard someone last night, an adult in this building, say that they have not showered in a couple months. Really? Yeah. So wherever our answers come out as far as being acceptable, we just want to say that we at least there are showers happening. Well, I would I mean, actually, (laughs) I would I would argue that it's better to not shower for months than it is to only shower once a week. Because after a couple of weeks, your body, I mean, 
I have friends that uh, use soap once every couple of months. Like they'll condition their hair, but they only use soap once every couple of months. And they, every single one of them has said that um, for the first like two weeks, week or two weeks, your hair is disgusting. Like it's super oily, super greasy, super disgusting. But then after a while, your hair like gets used to it. Like apparently shampoo is actually kind of bad for your hair. Um, so after a couple of weeks, then your hair kind of kind of gets used to it and becomes normal again. Um, so I would assume it's the same for showering with your body. Like I would assume somebody that hasn't showered for a couple of months smells better than somebody that hasn't showered in six days. That would be my uh, hypothesis that I have no way to test. I'm speechless. Yeah. <clears throat> you've never showered. What's the, Matt, what's the longest you've gone without showering? Um, I would say like maybe something like four days. Four days. Yeah. Emily, what's the longest you've gone without showering? I'm trying to think of the longest amount of time I've been in the wilderness at one time, which was probably around like four days. In the Philippines, we didn't have an American shower for like but you cleaned two yourself. weeks. Yeah. But yes, we we dumped cold water on ourselves. Yeah. I've I've definitely gone at least a week. At least. At least. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say about the towel question, Tyler? Oh, there's not a limit. There's really not a limit. I will, I will, I will wash my towels when I'm doing my laundry. So typically it would end up being maybe five or six times. And then I'm doing a lot of laundry and I'll throw my towels in, mm -hmm. but that's, that's because it's convenient. Not because I have any kind of a, a qualm with using it more. Mm -hmm. Like I would, I'm not kidding when I, when I say that if the towel has time to dry, I could use it 50 times. We're apparently we're a disgusting couple that, uh, does not have good hygiene. Someone buy us more towels. Yeah, we, I would wash my towels more if I had more, but no, legit, I would say I'm I'm clean in the way that I live, like, because I do my laundry once a week, so I wash my towels once a week. Mm. So I'm not using a towel more than five or six times, mm. but, I'm, but I, I, I'm being honest in saying that if I wasn't doing my laundry at that point, or if I forgot to throw my towels in a couple times, I would just yeah. keep using the same towels. Okay. To me, it, what the, the, the determining factor is if it is dry and feels okay. Mm. as opposed to like feeling mm. really like stiff and disgusting or still being wet and gross. Ah, okay. Yeah, what about that, that's true. I probably do my laundry every two weeks. So I probably actually wash it every 14 days. No. Yeah. Now, Matt, you as a normal hygienic person, not a disgusting human being. Oh, another podcast guest. <laughs> Could you introduce yourself? This is Th unprecedented. This is Nate Brandt. Nate, Nate Brandt, we have a question for you. Oh, uh, how many times do you use a towel before you wash it? Oh, like, uh, like a shower towel. I, I don't I don't have a set number of times. I just go until it like feels too wet to keep using. <laughs> and how many how many times do you think that is on average? It's probably like a week and a half. So okay. times like 1.5. So like 12 to 15. Yeah, yeah okay. that's fair. Take yeah. a seat. Join, join the, join Actually, the, I have to oh, go. Okay, okay, don't take a seat. But yeah. thank you for answering that question. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear next Thursday, not this Thursday, next Thursday, you'll hear our answers to that question. I, you'll be I, disgusted. I cannot wait. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Anyways. Matt, as a hygienic person, how many times would you use a towel before you washed it? Are you familiar with uh, the Dude Perfect guys? Yeah. Do you know who those guys are? Yep. Have you ever watched Dude Perfect? Yeah, maybe they'll sponsor us next okay. week. Okay, maybe. Well, I'm a, I'm afraid I'm going to come off looking like Garrett. Do you know who Garrett is? He's I like don't the know super any clean, of the guys. The I'm not that into them. One. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's the one out of the five that's like the clean guy. So everybody else makes a mess all the time. He cleans it up. Mm -hmm. He like puts on tons of sunscreen. Like, oh, he is me. you. Oh, yeah. He's totally me. Yeah. So I'm afraid I'm going to come out looking like the Garrett of the group, but I was going to say something like um, four times. I mean, maybe, 
maybe I just care more than other people, but like if I've used it four times then I'll pitch it in the laundry. Well, how many showers do you typically take in a day? <laughs> what? That's a real question. <laughs> one. Just one. Maybe, maybe one. Yeah. I, there's some Saturdays where maybe I don't take a shower, but oh, okay. So not, for you, not it's more than one. Well, so every like four or five days, I would say that's pretty normal to replace your towel every four or five days. Okay. All right. Um, I, I asked because I mean, Nate, just came in like he's a runner you know right. so he's showering twice a day minimum because he's waking up i mean he said 1.5 but yeah you wake up sure. you take a shower yeah. you go run then you take a shower after you run he's unless in, he's running in the morning right he's in like a high shower season of his yeah life. oh exactly yeah. Uh-huh. so for him if he was uh th- tossing his towel every few days then that's like almost double what you're doing but yeah right. no that's that's defensible right okay it's more normal all right and like i said i, I would say practically i probably am in nearly the same boat like i probably it's probably every six or seven times that i do my laundry ah, but we okay. i mean emily and i literally have like four towels in our house period like we're newlyweds we don't have anything yeah that's part of the equation yeah is uh is what's your inventory like our inventory is pretty big yeah six so it's people, easier six for you people, to yeah 20 years of marriage yeah yeah easier for you to find towel. But we do still use some towels that were giving to given to us as wedding gifts yeah and they're super yeah we do too yeah <laughs> Did you get some towels? Yeah, we got yeah. towels. Okay. What kind of stuff um, did you guys get as wedding gifts that you, uh, maybe you don't want to talk about this? Did you get anything that you were like, wow, we're never going to use this? Why in the world? I, we, we got something like that. So what did you get? Um, for some reason, we got like four ice buckets. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And we did have gifts that a lot of people, this is so off of any topic. <laughs> um, yeah, we had gifts that we got that our problem was just that like, six people will give us the same thing yeah. because they didn't check it on the registry. I don't know. Can you think of anything like that? Well, everyone got registry stuff. My first thought is kind of the more high-end cooking equipment Oh yeah, that I like aspire to use. But... Like you might be calling out your family members with that. Well, because it's not like I didn't ask for it. Like there, so there's the Instapot and then there's the Crock-Pot and then there's like an air fryer and like all of the, those, no, one of my friends gave us an air fryer. Those three items. Tyler, Tyler Ader, you, you just got shouted out on the podcast. You got me an air fryer. Those three <laughs> items combined, I have used all of two times so far. Mm-hmm. I've used them zero. Yes. I aspire to use them more. I think we will when we have kids. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's to say? Yeah. Yeah, Anyways. those are good things. You'll be glad you have them someday. Where did this come from? The appropriate amount of times to use a towel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to, I don't, I mean, we can talk more about it if you want, but I want to throw in the plug that uh, we love listener questions. We do. If you have any questions, I mean, it can be literally about anything. It can be a theology question. Clearly, can, we're willing yeah. to talk about anything. It can be about me and Matt's <laughs> life. It can be about my disgusting hygiene. Like, I don't care. Just just give us questions. That Honestly, if you give us questions, it makes the podcast even more fun for us because we don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. We just know what we're talking about because somebody sent us a question. Yeah. So So thanks for that, Luke. Really um, appreciate great, that, Luke from Sioux Falls, questions. Sioux City. Right, Luke from Sioux City. Yeah, well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into uh, our other topic today, which is um, uh, what does God want to see from us after we've sinned? Well, is like, does God want to see us be sorry? I, I think will- that's a legitimate thing to ask about i wanted to ask so, emily one thing because she hasn't heard mm-hmm. the podcast that we recorded yeah. for for you listeners you heard this the podcast about um what was it called what does god want to see from us when we've sinned yeah a week ago mm-hmm. but emily hasn't heard it yet because it's not out yet so emily question for you what does god want to see from us when we've sinned hmm 
there's no i mean there's there probably are wrong answers but we won't tell you that you're wrong <laughs> we just want to hear what you think because you're you're in this blind like you just heard the question confession confession speaking to the speaking to the speaker please my love well my wonderful wife well well i feel like the bible tells us that when we sin whether like even if we are a, a christian and we're covered by the, the blood of jesus we're still supposed to just say to god i'm sorry and i know that's not um like what i should be doing and then also like confession not just saying that you don't want to do it but actually like turning and sin, sin no more turning away from that sin obviously the chances of you if i confess that I gossiped about someone and then the chances of me never ever ever doing that again are pretty low but yeah I should seek to be more and more like Christ and seek to gossip less and less which happens partially through confessing directly to God or to others nice good answer I think I don't know Matt is that a good answer well, that was a Awesome answer. That really is the substance of what we talked about last time. Yeah, really. Nice job. You nailed it. Yeah. She gave us the refresh. So, yeah, that was a great recap of our discussion. And um, I wanted to uh, mention one one verse. This is from Psalm 38. Um, as part of this conversation, um, this is David writing about his own sin. And he writes, um, where is it here? Oh, yeah. Psalm 38, 18. I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. So he admits that there's a feeling inside of him of sorrow and being sorry. And one question that that could prompt in us is like, what if I know that I've sinned, but I'm not sorry? Like, I don't feel badly about it. Um, does that mean that my response, like that God is displeased with my response? Or what does that say about me? if I realize I'm sin and I'm not sorry. Right. And even that question can be kind of hard to answer because how do you differentiate sometimes between um, feeling guilty and feeling sorry? Mm. And even has to do with what you're sorry for. Like, are you sorry because of the consequences? Yeah. Are you sorry you got caught? Yeah. Maybe you got caught doing something. Are you sorry because that happened or are you sorry that you have offended God? Mm -hmm and transgressed his law like so it's a i think it's a multi-level um problem to work through this idea of being sorry um so what do you what do you think about that tyler can you does god want to see a response of sorrow in us um when we've sinned or is just flat out acknowledgement and confession um and recognizing that christ is covered is that enough or do we should we be looking for a feeling inside when we've sinned? Um, well, I don't know, and that's why, like I said last week, I'm glad that you wanted to talk about this because I feel like I'm yeah. gonna learn. Yeah. Um, to me, it seems like a feeling would not be required, but it also wouldn't be bad. Mm -hmm. That, like, I mean, we we're saved when we decide to follow Jesus, accept him, like Holy Spirit comes into our heart, like we ask for forgiveness of sins. Mm -hmm. um, like the the end game is taken care of. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that the I wouldn't think that the amount of feeling that we have of sorrow or not sorrow. Oh goodbye Emily. 
I love you. Bye. Thank you for coming. She coughed on the way out. I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, anyways, that was the worst time for her to leave because it completely distracted me from my train of thought. Um, she was putting so much effort into trying to leave at the perfect time and she did not choose the perfect time, but I still love her dearly. Um, no, I, yeah, I would, I, I think a simple way of saying what I'm trying to say is that I, it doesn't seem to me that a feeling would be required for any reason, but I think it, when it's not bad either, if we feel sorry and want to be forgiven. Yeah. Instead of just knowing that we're sorry and want to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I like the way that you put that. I think that, um, I'll, I'll offer a response uh, and we'll see if this can stand the biblical test, but um, taking the, the ideas of repentance and sorrow. Um, let's start here. I really believe that repentance is a gift. And I would base that statement on, at, or, uh, yes, Acts chapter 11, verse 18. Um, it's in a different context, but Peter's describing what happened with the Gentiles, with um, Cornelius, mm-hmm. when Cornelius and his family received the Holy Spirit. Peter kind of has to defend himself before the Jewish leaders. And he talks about what happened. And at, at the end, they say, their response is, ah, okay, so then God has granted even the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. So they talk about repentance in a way that um, makes it out to be a gift that God granted to the Gentiles. And I want to carry that idea over to personal sin and say that I believe that repentance uh, or like change a change of mind and behavior is a gift from, from God. Now I want to back up also to the idea of sorrow and um, read a verse from 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 6, excuse me, chapter 7. This is what Paul writes about the idea of being sorry and repentance because he ties the two together. And this is what he writes. This is 2 Corinthians 7, 10. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation without regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. See what this godly sorrow has produced in you. And so that's the end. That's the end of the the quotation. But this idea that godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation without regret. So just, just think about that for a minute, because what I want to say also is that I believe that sorrow over our sin is also a gift mm. that may not always be there when we know we've sinned. But if you sin and find that you are sorry for it, like sorry that you actually sinned and displeased God and offended him. So not sorry for the consequences, um, but like genuinely sorry that you sinned against God just because of what God means to you, that that kind of godly sorrow, according to Paul in 2 Corinthians 7, is the thing that produces repentance, which is actual life change. And that's how he ties those two things together. And I believe that both of those things are gifts to be sorry for your sin and to actually repent and change 
And so I would say, no, I don't think they have to be present in order for us to be forgiven. The only thing that needs to be present is the blood of Jesus and yeah. confession. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But if we, if we see that we're sorry, that that's a gift from God. That's what I want to say, because I believe that repentance is a gift. And that if you have those things, that that's something to be really, really thankful for, because we shouldn't take them for granted. Like they'll always be there. Right. Cause we wouldn't be able to repent without Jesus. Like yeah. but there would be yeah. no, there's some verse about that, but I'm forgetting what verse, but like without, yeah, without the blood of Jesus, there's no forgiveness for sins. Like mm-hmm. you, you could try repenting, but it wouldn't really mean yeah. anything because yeah, you, you can't pay for your sins. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And so you said something at the beginning of the discussion, like they don't have to be there, but it's a good thing if they are there, something to that effect. Yeah. Something like it's not, yeah, I, I, at the beginning, I said, I don't think it's required, but I don't think it's bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I would say it in a similar way. Sure. Yeah. Viewing both of those things as gifts. Like if you really feel sorry, that um, that's a good sign. It's a gift from God. And it's the thing that can bring repentance, which is what we all want to see right. you know, in our lives is a true. <laughs> Even if we don't feel like we want it. Yeah, at times. Exactly. Because sometimes I, you know, sometimes I sin and do stuff wrong and I don't really want to be sorry for it. You know, or I don't yeah. really want to repent for it for whatever selfish reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen that in myself as well. Yeah. So the, yeah. yeah, I'm, as I'm talking through it myself, I'm understanding more of what you mean that like mm-hmm. we, the, we, yeah, we don't always feel sorry. We don't always feel like we want repentance. So when we feel like we want it, mm-hmm. like we feel like that comes from within us, mm-hmm. maybe some of it does, but again, we wouldn't be able to be sorry or repent in any meaningful way without Jesus. Yeah. So it's a gift that we're able to do that. Boy, I sure think so. Um, I think that is, must be the mark of the Holy spirit being in us. Um, because if you don't have the Holy spirit, why would you ever really, um, be sorry? I I guess that could happen. There are scenarios where you may, um, an unbeliever may do something wrong that they know is wrong that they end up being sorry for. Right. I mean, that definitely happens. Yeah. Yeah, That definitely happens. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Anyway, I, I, I love thinking about the concept of repentance. Um, we mentioned last time that Martin Luther's very first thesis was that it, God has willed that the entire life of a Christian be one of repentance. And I think it's wonderful that according to Mark, the gospel of Mark, which, um, which I believe was the first gospel written, that, that may be another topic for another day. That would but, be interesting. That'd be pretty far in the weeds. Yeah, that'd be pretty far in the weeds. But if, if Mark is the first gospel that was written, then Jesus' very first words that he speaks in any of the Gospels are, the kingdom of God is near, repent and believe the good news. Yeah. It was like the very first thing that he wanted to talk Repent. About. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Repent. And of course, the other Gospels, when John the Baptist is on the scene, that's his message as well. Mm-hmm. Repentance. So I don't think we've covered like this. Um, we haven't even come close like to giving a comprehensive look at how to deal with sin. Of course not. But I hope that Maybe you said, I mean, thoughts. you said we're a theology textbook with Mountain Dew dubbed on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is the Mountain Dew dubbed on version of how to talk about repentance. Yeah. So the pages are a little flimsy. You can see through some of them because the, the Mountain Dew has soaked through, but um, I hope at least that people who are interested and maybe even convicted uh, because of what's going on in their lives right now, will dig into second Corinthians seven a little more or, um, psalm 38 or psalm 51 some of those places where we read about people dealing with their sin um 
and God, because that, that's a really important part of our lives. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, we uh, we're short this week. Yeah, it's, it's probably been 24 good. minutes. It's probably you're you're busy, though. Yeah. yeah, this is um, I've got some other things I've got to do uh, today. So maybe it's good that we're short. I do have a, a well, I, I should I should before we end, remind all the listeners, send us your questions. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a fun way for us to spend the podcast is yeah. responding to listener questions. And send Tyler more towels. Yeah, send me some more towels. I'll take them. Just mark. I don't know. If you need my address, shoot me a text. <laughs> um, Matt, I did have one final question for you before we go. All right. There is a Taylor Swift song, just to throw back to last week. Mm. There's a Taylor Swift song that is a number. Ooh. Do you have any idea what number is a Taylor Swift song? Mm. I don't, but I'd be willing to take a guess just because I like guessing games. Take a couple guesses. All right. I'm going to guess zero. Nope. How about two? Nope. And uh, give how... me one more guess and then I'll start to help you out a little bit. Okay. Um, three. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, your, your hint is that it's a number that is pretty close to how many podcasts we've done. Oh, well, how about 20? Nope. 22. What's the significance of the number 22 in the Taylor Swift song? Is that a reference to how many football players are on the field at a time? No, I mean, the chorus is, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. So it's, it's, it's kind of a, like a excited about being young, like, well, mm. being old enough to do everything. Mm. Um, like, I mean, I'm assuming drinking is involved in there, even though it's 22, not 21, but mm. um, old enough to be able to go out and do whatever with your friends, freedom, but also being young enough that you still have energy. I'm assuming that's what she's going for with that as the song. I don't think she was 22 when she wrote it, though. Actually, she might have been. Uh, listeners, can you let me know if Taylor Swift was 22 when she wrote the song 22? Because I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's significance in the lives of most uh, people around my age is that when you turn 22, you say, haha, now I'm feeling 22 for mm-hmm. a year. And then you turn 23 and then it's like, uh, well, <laughs> RIP. I, uh, I'm actually double 22. 44 yeah oh yeah your birthday was recently yeah just last week thanks man yeah anyways yeah. well yeah. this uh this will be a little bit of a shorter episode but any idea what we're talking about next week matt no i've got no idea okay me neither maybe we'll get some listener questions that'll be how we know that would be great that'd be super cool all thanks. right thanks tyler i'm sure our listeners appreciate not having to listen to us as long this week that's true they probably yeah really like that a lot it's, a, it's, a gift it's odd to be at the end of the podcast and be like oh what do we think about this and this and this instead of okay bye it's been 32 minutes <laughs> all right I think that's everything. It's been fun. Thanks, I've run Tyler. out of things. Bye.